with the fifth edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network. It is day 13 of the RPG a Day 2024. Now for the ninth year, tag everything that you love with hashtag RPG a Day 2022 as we talk about different things that we love about our RPGs because there are so many things to love at our tabletop RPGs. And joining me mm-hmm. today is... Kelly! And Justin. Thank you for joining me today, guys. So as we get this knocked out, the topic of the day is how would you change the way you started RPG? Anybody want to dive well, on that sword? I'll, I'll go. I mean, I wouldn't change a whole heck of a lot because we were just a, a few kids, kid from the neighborhood who says, hey, you know, I, I have this game. You guys want to play it? And it was me, my uh, twin sister and my brother and um, the boy from the neighborhood. And so it was, you know, it was very nice. It was, you know, kind of, hey, we're like learning something all this together. What I might have changed is probably I wish I had been less timid about uh, gaming and maybe sought out additional you know, gaming influences. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I was I was very shy. Oh, my God. I was so shy. Um, I, I had a lot of difficulty talking to people. Um, <laughs> both my sister and I did because, you know, I guess, you know, as a twin, you we didn't have to learn how to make friends like other kids did because we always had our best friend. So we realized in high school we had an issue talking with people and we're like, we got to fix that. <laughs> and we did. But I I would wished I had thought of that when I was a lot younger, um, because then I could have branched out more. I think. Um, other than that, you know, I would have been less afraid to go into the you know uh, other RPG community. But I stayed pretty inclusive um, at that point in time. I mean, I was pretty young too, so I don't mind too much. But I would have liked to have been less timid about it, but that's, you know, just mm-hmm. because I could have had a much richer experience, I think. But mm-hmm. that's about the only real thing I would change. I, of course, it made me my brother not playing, you know, being allowed to play a chaotic, evil character in a group of goods. <laughs> you know, 
Put a foot down on that one would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a totally different topic there. <laughs> Indeed. How to deal with your Wolverine at the game table. Everybody's got uh, one yes. somewhere. <laughs> there are ways There's a reason why I do not ways. play games. I mean, there are certain <laughs> games, board games, I will not play to this day because <laughs> of my brother. <laughs> you cannot come at me with risk or... Those have no, I will never play it ever, <laughs> ever, ever. Emotionally scarred. <laughs> well, I can say, in, in all seriousness, that uh, the way I got started in all of this was uh, was it was good. It was it was friends just hanging out. Nobody was particularly backbiting, and the the, the DM who taught me. Uh, to ha- had a very structured approach to the whole thing, and if uh, that you know, if I hadn't had that structured learning environment for the first two, three, four game sessions, that might be the thing that I would say I would do differently today. But uh, since I since I had that experience from the start, I don't feel like there really is anything I would change. I sat there and I uh, the whole thing started. Innocently enough, one winter night when when the uh, the the GM in question comes over to me and hands me uh, an RPG book and he says, "Here, you might like this." And then he goes off to to do whatever. And I sat there and and I thumbed through the book and I pretty much got it almost immediately. And let's fast forward a month later and I was hooked. That was. Uh, a very uh, straightforward thing. Uh, the the only the only thing that realistically um, okay. Um, now I'll, I'll date myself here. This was uh, basically uh, the very very late 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 1970s, and so there was no internet. So we we there there, there were mm-hmm. no automated dice rollers. There were no websites where you could have uh, you know random NPC generation. There were were none of those things. But uh, having said that. I love having all of the internet support stuff today. I, I, I almost can't function without it because it is so handy, but uh, the technology just wasn't there at the time, so it's not realistic to say that, mm-hmm. that that's what I would change. So I will say, just simply put, that my experience getting started was so good that I wouldn't want to change it. Excellent. Yeah. And, and by and the I way, concur. I, I totally agree, and and I do have to throw it out there that we are living in a wondrous age of RPGs, because not only can you go to creators' YouTube channels, their Twitches, their their blogs, you can go to your other gamers and see different GMs all over the world running the same game system or a different game system in different styles. Because the one thing that if I could go back, there's two, there's two things I would I would probably change if I could. The first one being getting outside our comfort zone in our group. Because when we started, you know, like same, same as you back in the day, there was no big Internet. There was no really reaching out. There was getting maybe Dragon Magazine and reading the articles and reading the ads in the back, you know. And game oh, stores yeah. didn't really exist back then as, as such a thing. There was like a shelf in the comic book shop that had that had rpg games but i would definitely change back then of being more open as a gamer 
because remember back then in our day, we didn't really talk about this. If you knew, you looked at somebody and you said the right words and you knew that they were a gamer too. But yes. if they didn't, you, you, you basically backed down from the game talk, you know. So being more open about being a gamer because basically, you know, growing up we had the click of gamers and – wasn't until later on did people realize, oh, you mean there was another gaming group in the same town? You mean there's another gaming group in the same comic book shop? You know, it's because we didn't game in public. You know, a lot of people, you know, yeah, that's it was the dirty little basement like, secret. If I hadn't been so timid, you know, I I could have opened up to a whole bunch of, mm-hmm. you know, more. And it's and the more is the best part, like with conventions, like we have RingCon coming up. One of the best things of going to conventions is getting to sit at different game tables with different players and different GMs and just absorbing the likeness and differences of the different game groups. Because you can pick up so much as a GM by playing with other GMs, too, because all of a sudden you realize, oh, I didn't think I could do it that way. You know, I didn't realize I could look at a player and ask the player the question they just asked me as a GM. You know, when a when a GM gives you that beautiful double double question with the question of what do you think is your character? So that way, you know, you totally basically let your player fill in the blank and input into the setting, which is always great. So it's one of those of, of getting to play with other people earlier in my life, because, you know, granted, there wasn't a lot of gaming cons and stuff back then, you know. I mean, there was the great and almighty Gen Con, but who could drive to the center of the U.S. to go to that back then, you know. And my second point is that I would change about myself in my early days is kind of what Kelly touched on, trying different RPGs. For the longest time when I started RPGing, it was just one setting book, one, one system, you know, and there was that whole, not until somebody threw out the suggestion of let's do something different, you know, giving yourself permission to try something different. That, that's what I would change is the, the try different stuff when I started RPGing and publicly game more. I mean, I know it's, it's a lot to put yourself out there to publicly game, but pretty much that's what I would suggest to myself to start openly gaming sooner in my life, you know, because let's be honest, once we started publicly gaming and realizing everybody out there loves to enjoy gaming and if they don't, they just need to be introduced to it because like that's a hard a day thing is introducing people to why we love gaming, you know, because it is a shared group experience. It's not the art of writing a story yourself. It's a shared collaboration. That sounds like a good stop, a good 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 spot to cut. Mm-hmm. I just figured collaboration so, was a good spot for me to be quiet, so you can collaborate. <laughs> no, no, I, I get that. Now, now here's here's another good one for you, especially if you're looking for a short segment to record. Is uh, do, do do you know the very first time you gamed out in the open? Because I do actually have an answer for that one. Ooh, that is a good. I do too. That is a good. I mean, when you say out in the open, (laughs) I mean, like just in a public setting or out out in the open where passers by Mm -hmm. can see you. Mm. I I know exactly I know exactly when that happened. And and the the thing is, is that, you know, the game group was, you know, um, know, I wish we knew more. I I wish we knew more people uh, who did this. And I just right then and there and on the spot, I said, you really should be careful about what you wish for because 
just you know, like like well if you've got an idea i'm willing to hear it and i said okay here here it is and i just said let's go right over there to that table and let's just do it mm-hmm. and 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 then you know we we within relatively short order we had an audience and and even though this was the pre-internet world uh people were still exchanging phone numbers and dorm room numbers and the next thing you know um stuff happened it goes from being your table group to an actual gaming group of you know community yeah and and that's 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 the huge part of gaming is the community feel because you know it's everybody likes to have people that like similar things and gaming groups it's funny how so many different gamers have so many things in common you know and the fact that they can they they can be in such close proximity to each other and never know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is uh, that that's the thing. So. Yeah, I mean, I I loved it back in the the early days of the '90s when, uh, you know, our game, co- you know, one of the game companies we played with started publicly posting where people were across the country, and all of a sudden okay. people are like, "What? There's this many gaming groups in my town that I don't even know about." Alrighty, guys. Thank you for coming on, and uh, thank you for thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for listening to D and D Journey of the Fifth Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cppn to never miss a show or stream.